Today on the Diz List, we discuss the top five extras that are worth the money at Walt Disney World. Welcome to the Diz List, the podcast that ranks everything in Walt Disney World. I'm Nick. And I'm Rob, and welcome to episode 66, where we discuss the top five extras that are worth the money at Walt Disney World. There's a lot. <laughs> Did you see me in the intro? Like, obviously, this is a uh, <laughs> this is an audio medium. Right. I was, like, pointing in the air. Yeah. And I think, since we're back teaching again, we're both teachers, I think two things. One is when I teach, I... I teach with my hands two is i'm part italian i was gonna say like like <laughs> you got a double whammy yeah I'm, yeah I'm half italian yeah so anyway uh, i know you can't see this but i was like point, i don't know i wasn't even pointing to you i was like pointing it at like the disney action figures i'm on not the really wall. sure what you were pointing at <laughs> to tell you the truth anyway oh, man. we're saying we promise B- busy week it's yeah. been, been a wild it one has here. been a wild one yeah um so this week not a lot of disney news really no um but, as I recalled, you had said that you wanted to talk about something on the show opening this week. Do you remember? Yes, yes, yeah. I do. So, we actually got um, some information from our friend who's a cast member, our friend Eric, who works in uh, the Photo Pass department, yep. which um, we love to talk about. We love our, our Photo Pass cast members. Mm-hmm. And um, Eric actually contacted us because in a past episode, we talked about how you could get your photo taken in um, the gift shop if you go through the castle and there's Prince Charming's carousel straight ahead. And to the right, it is called, and the name is escaping me. It's the, it's like either Brave Little Tailor or the Mickey and the Beanstalk uh, it's, gift it's, shop. Do you, yeah, do you, I, I, I can't have it. Okay, good. It's not just me that can't remember. Well, I'm the blanking name right now. I know. Yeah, I can't think of the name one. of it off the top of my head. Yeah. Anyway, Nick's looking it up. Um, so um, Eric reached out to me and told me um, a little bit of information about that photo op, and it, it totally made sense. And um, I shared that with, with Nick earlier this week, and I said, I got to share this on the show. It's really interesting. So what we had said is that you could wear costumes, right? And that um, you can get your photo taken there, and photo pass photographers will take your picture. But the first part that I didn't know that Eric said is you can do almost any magic shot there now if you don't know what a magic shot is a magic shot is where the photo pass photographer takes your picture and you don't know anything different you just say to your photo pass photographer i recommend it say do you have any magic shots and what that is is they'll kind of use photoshop or some similar program to add in something magical like uh they can do tinkerbell in the shot or they have the one of our scale we have the one of our families together uh, over at the Liberty Bell, the actual bell, not the not the boat, um, right. saluting Sam Eagle. Yes, that's a cool one, too. I forgot about that one. So uh, Eric had mentioned that you can do almost any magic shot in there, which is cool. I wonder if probably Lumiere, which is available in Epcot. I wonder if you could get that over there, too. Oh. And the one thing that he said that was interesting that made sense after we talked about it is we talked about the costumes, but in reality what they're doing is – if you're across the way at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, which is the place you can bring your kid, boy or girl, 
and get dressed up and put on, um, you know, princess dress or a magic suit for, a, you know, a young guy and get all dolled up, then they encourage you to go over there and get your picture taken. So I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, that it looks like you can wear costumes, but it's probably what they're getting at Bibbidi Bobbidi. Well, he, he straight up said that. Yeah. He said that they don't, you, you can't just, they don't have the costumes for you. You could buy it. Mm-hmm. He said, you either have to have already bought it or you're coming over from Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. That's what he said. I think he said there's props too. Is that, yeah? Right? Do he I said remember there, that correctly? Pl- he said there's plenty of props like Aladdin's lamp or whatever, but like not, okay. um, you're not, they're not letting you put on costumes unless you're wearing one already. And I shouldn't say costumes, I guess, just dressed up. I guess they call that Disney bounding now. Oh, that's well, cool. Whatever. But uh, um, we have a lot of listeners that are cast members, and we really appreciate when they reach out and help us out. Yeah. We never see it as a correction. We see it as it's helpful for our listeners. Yeah, we screw up a lot. <laughs> we do, <laughs> and that's okay. I screw up in math class all the time, too. Uh, I, just, um, I actually had to talk to my kids the other day. I think I, I had a record. I think I screwed up five different times. <laughs> we were playing this game, and like we had to line up the columns and I kept goofing up. They kept going, you goofed up again. Ah, they're laughing. I go, I goofed. And we made it into a big game, yeah. but yeah, yeah so- we goof up. We, we admit it. And uh, we also appreciate people we helping us out. Like okay, for instance, for our had, listeners, for instance, we couldn't for the life of us, remember what the name of that place was. Mm-hmm. And it's uh Sir Mickey's Sir Mickey's, which yes. Thank as you. soon as I opened up the, the app, I didn't even have to look to see what it was. It popped into my head. But yeah. Sir Mickey's. Sir Mickey's. So, yeah. Thanks, Eric, for reaching out and giving us that info. And um, again, any cast members that want to reach out and share something cool or interesting or mm-hmm. you, you want us to share with our audience, uh, please let us know. Yeah. So, yeah. We, that's, um, that's my bit for today. We also have recently started doing some review, not reviews. I wouldn't say reviews, but they're recommendations. They're, they're recommendations. Yeah. So, if you notice on Instagram at Pod. I'm going to try like daily might be a bit of a stretch right now because I'm kind of busy, but like I would say a couple times each week, I'm going to be posting products that we use in the park yep. with a link of where to get them. Yep. Uh, full disclosure, you know, we'll get a very small percentage of the Amazon affiliate, whatever fee it is. But um, these are things that we use. I'm, I wouldn't post anything that we wouldn't use or things that like we are thinking of purchasing um, for, you know, because some of them are like, like, uh, gift type stuff, stuff that we would purchase ourselves or already do own and use in the parks. And I think we just posted the backpack. Was that the yeah. first one that we did? Yeah, the Venture Pal backpacks. I love those. They're super lightweight. They pack in upon themselves. So, like, you can, they turn into like a little pouch, almost like those rain jackets you can pack into itself. Yeah, there's a wet um, pouch inside. There's a wet, pou- wet pouch inside. So, I always put my, any like paper stuff. So, like, any kind of receipts I need or like, if I have, which is really rare, but if I have cash on me that I don't want getting wet, anything I don't want getting wet goes right in that pouch. It's really good. I love those bags. Um, I'm also probably going to post, if I can find it on Amazon, the Igloo crossed over, crossover with Disney, that that cooler backpack I have. I have the was, Disney cooler, but I could put a couple straps on it. Yeah, this thing is... is <laughs> this thing that actually, was a joke, folks. Yeah, this thing, <laughs> Nick's rolling his eyes at me. This thing uh, holds a lot of bottled water and we freeze the bottles as we've mentioned before. Love and that I carried tip. it. Love it. I carried it all day long and it really, I mean, it was heavy because of all the water in it, but it was not uncomfortable. It's I, I'm going to post that one soon too. Cause I got to find it on Amazon first, but yeah. And, and if you, let's say you miss one, I'm posting it under highlights of a uh, top products is the name of the, of the, um, the highlights 
for our stories, but cool. they're they're good ideas to, to do things. Um, we got another patron this week. Nice. We are on a roll. Yes, it's great. Actually, you guys are on a roll. Thank you so much. And, Thanks for and, telling your friends too. Yeah. The the patron this week is uh, Sherry H. Um, she reached out. She even mentioned how she really enjoys how we're we're down to earth and not full of ourselves. Well, she didn't say the full. Well, we could change we're that. Down, we're down to earth. All right, we'll keep it that way. <laughs> and she also said she enjoys the fact that we're educators, because her mother was an educator. Nice, which, which is awesome. We love our, we love our teachers and our our teacher kids because they get they get sometimes the struggles real. Cool. Um, so I I thank you so much, Sherry, for reaching out. Um, you know we really enjoy all of our listeners, but when when somebody takes the time to reach out and, and support us through patreoncom slash pod. You know, we really, really do appreciate it. We get excited. I send Rob a text, and he's like, oh, my God, another one. Awesome. Love it. So awesome. Love it, love it. Um, so when you do that, when you do sign up for Patreon, you get early access to new episodes as well as access to our bonus episodes, which are usually just a little bit more, a little bit less scripted. Not that these are scripted, but a little less. Um, they're not they're not structured the same. They, we get a little bit goofy sometimes. Yeah, so if you, <laughs> if you enjoy our back-and-forth banter and – think our jokes are even mildly funny, you'll you'll definitely yeah. enjoy this. Or, you know what? This is a biggie, too. Anything we do that's re-theme. I, we, we love, like... Yeah, when we do re-themes. Oh, yes. it's, so, it's, it's yeah. great. And then we do... Um, Lots of dad jokes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, and then Triple F is one of our favorites. Yeah. Favorite, fix, and flatten. That's yeah, those one are, of our those are favorite games to play. Yeah, those are fun ones, yeah. Yes. So check us out over at www.patreon.com slash pod to find out more. And Sherry H., thank you so much. We'll be right back with you guys after the halftime show. Welcome back. Um, today we're going to discuss the top five things that we think are worth the money that are extras at Walt Disney World. Yep. Um, there are a lot of things I have done on yes. this list, um, and I know that that's you know more so than you have. I think. But, yeah, you know. and and I we say this all the time. There's different ways to do Disney, and in no way am I anti any of these things. Really, well, I don't know. I'd have to look at the entire list, but for the most part. I love doing most everything at the parks. You've, you, well, I, I won't even get into it because it's going to start ruining everything yeah. here. And I, I want to be able to talk about everything individually, but you've done more of this and that's great. And I love hearing about it. And from you doing a lot of these extras has really motivated me to want to. So most of the things on my list I've done. Okay. A few things and the honorable mentions I haven't, yep. but I've looked into them so much that I know I can say with confidence that these particular extras are worth the money based on talking to you or researching it on YouTube. Yeah. Okay. So anything else you want to say before I jump right in? No, I think you should jump right okay. in. Cool. So my number five for extras that are worth the money at Walt Disney World is I have done half of this and I mentioned it on another recent episode. So if you want more information, you can go back and listen to it a little bit more. I have a fun story about it. And that is at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, you can do, you can book two different extras that you can do at that park. One is called Savi's Workshop. And that is, you can go in and build a lightsaber. We haven't done that, but we definitely want to. So we're 
we're going to go this summer. We've actually changed our Disney plans. We were going to do Thanksgiving, but that was going to be like a race of a trip. So we're going to go summer again. And um, that way we have more time to do things like this instead of feeling like we're sprinting like we did when we went to Disneyland. So we're going to try to do this. But the other part that you can do at Galaxy's Edge, I'm still talking with my hands. <laughs> the other part you can do at Galaxy's Edge is building the Astromech droids. So what that is is another thing you have to book in advance. So listeners, no, you can't just show up and do it unless you get lucky and there's an opening. But what you can do is they're two totally different separate things. One of them is you go into the workshop and build a lightsaber with an instructor, or you can go into a separate shop and it kind of it's kind of like a um, almost like a car garage where they have all these different pieces of droids hanging around the ceiling. It's so well themed in that room they have like you know like a a a 3po droid head and all these cool droid parts all around if you're a star wars fan and you know the history of star wars and all the droids it's so cool to see there and then you get to pick you get to pick all your parts you can choose a a bb uh, droid or you can do an r2 droid and you get the pieces any colors you want you build it. So I built one with my daughter and my wife built one with my son. So we did like two separate experiences. And then this is an important point too. So I paid, we basically paid for two of them. So we paid for one for my daughter, one for my son and my daughter loved it too. And she's not a huge star Wars person, but she really had a good time and she enjoyed it. And she, at that point, I think was a tween when she did it. She loved the experience. It was great. So if you're thinking, well, maybe my daughter wouldn't really enjoy it. Anybody would. It's Mm -hmm. such a fun, if you like to build or if you're like a Lego person or you like, if you're an art, you like art or building with your hands or any kind of thing like that, this is right up your alley. We really, really enjoyed it. It was a little, I would say, around a hundred, hundred fifty dollars, maybe. Um, I'll look up the price here while, um, or actually, Nick is right now. I was going to look up the price while Nick was talking, just to give you an exact amount. Um, usually, I'm ready with that. I apologize, listeners, that I wasn't really ready with that price, but we really, really enjoyed it. And it's, yes, it's an extra. Yes, you have to book it in advance. It's $120. So it's $120 to have your Astromech droid. And I have them right over here in the room, over in the corner. And they're cool. And the best part about them is they come with a remote control. And you can, they'll move around the room with your remote, the, the BB droid, which is like a ball with a head on it. It'll roll around with your remote control or same thing with the, the R2 unit. So, um, my number five, really great experience. Highly recommend is doing the extras at star Wars galaxy's edge. And there's two astromech droid workshop and Savi's workshop, which is the lightsaber, which we're planning on doing next time. Anything on that, Nick? Uh, just think that you forgot to mention their Bluetooth, which means they communicate with each other. Oh, right. They can communicate back and forth. To other astromech droids, yeah. yes. So, in the park, too, I think, yes. if you have them on. Right. So you can't use the remote control in the park, but you can have them on like in a little backpack that they sell extra or whatever. Um, yeah, no, I, I haven't done that one, so I didn't put it on my list, but that doesn't mean that it's not something that would be worth it. I, I think I would lean toward the lightsaber more but that's just me yeah i'm going to try to do both we're um big star wars fans in our house yeah number five for me is something that i've done that's something that maybe is on your list as one of the things you haven't done i'm not sure but mine is a hard ticket event so hard ticket events 
for me are worth the extra money, especially if, and the reason it's number five and not higher on my list is because it really does depend on how you planned your trip. If you planned your trip such that, let's say you had a five-day ticket and you're there for seven days and you have the option to add on a hard ticket event, then I think it's definitely worth it. It might not be worth it if you already have all seven days booked up. Yeah. So for me, like this last time around, we had the opportunity to do a hard ticket event. We didn't do it because we already had all every day of our park or every day of our vacation. We had park um, tickets. The thing that's nice about the hard ticket events is usually if it, especially if it's a late night one, like the Mickey's not so scary or the uh, Mickey's very merry. Those parties, they let you in before the park is closed. So you can come in to the park for during when people for regular hours are there. And then they run for a decent amount of time. Uh, the Mickey's not so scary, I think starts at six, but I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. That one is like when on those days you go in there and, and it is just from beginning to end, you are doing fun Halloween stuff. Uh, I can't wait. And, and meeting characters that are, you know, Jack and Sally and, I just I I loved the time that we did the the boo bash. I know it's not the same as Mickey's Not So Scary. We've done a, a hard ticket event for Toy Story Land. It was like an early opening thing where Toy Story Land was open for two hours, I think, before um, before the rest of the park, and and we went in and did that, and it came with with breakfast or yeah, it was came with breakfast. So I, to me, the hard ticket events are worth the extra money. Uh, I'm going to join you because my number four is Halloween party slash after hours. So I specifically put the Halloween party. Yeah, you're a Halloween. uh, Halloween's my favorite holiday. No surprise given my love for the Haunted Mansion. Side note, we're waiting for Mark M. to send in his list of things I talk about the most. (laughs) I'm positive Haunted Mansion is on there. Um, You're you're seeding the list right now. Yes, probably. I mean, I would... Mark M's probably going to take it off now just to mess with me, but don't forget Mark M. Uh, so the other one that that I would mention, because I think it was Boo Bash that you were at. Yes. When Nick went to Boo Bash, him and I were texting back and forth, and it was actually being, I don't want to say broadcasted, live-streamed. That's the right word. So live-streamed on Resort TV One, I believe. Was that uh, the were, channel? That, that was the one you were watching, yes. Yes. So I was actually, my wife and I were watching Nick on <laughs> on Boobash, and he was like, "I'm over here. I'm by Casey's corner by the lamppost." I'm like, "Oh, I think I think I see you." So I was kind of watching, and I, I've watched Mickey's Not So Scary and all this Boobash stuff, and I'm I really, really, really want to do it. I'm not sure if it's going to line up properly with this summer when we're going, but if it does, that would be really cool. Now, one that I had booked. And unfortunately, because of the way that everything fell um, when COVID hit and the parks closed, we had a vacation planned that included Disney's H2O Glow After Hours at Disney's Typhoon Lagoon. Perfect for fair-skinned folks like you. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Because uh, I was actually just talking to my daughter about this. Uh, We were watching uh, YouTube and this whole thing on Typhoon Lagoon came up. And I was telling her some of the stories where, you know, my, my cousin's husband used to work there and the sharks. And yeah. and I said, you know, when I was little, I would I would roast 
So if we go in the summer, it's not really great to go like on the during the day when it's mega hot because we're going to be in big trouble. Yeah. So the night option, because that what this is, is it's Toy Story themed. It's at night. And you can go and ride all the water slides, and they have a giant like dance party with foam and bubbles. And it looks like if you've seen the Toy Story short that has Rex in the bathtub, they kind of reenact that for all the kids to kind of play around with the the glowing lights. And we we booked this. Kind of we looks like so excited. Kind of looks like spring break for kids. <laughs> yes, and it's right on the beach. Yeah. It looked yeah. so much fun. Yeah. So unfortunately, we didn't get to do that because it was it was canceled. But they still offer. For it. I'm looking at it right now and it says um, that check back for information on the 2024 event that it's going to probably happen again. And there were a few of them that you could book and we, yeah. uh, we got lucky and we got to book one of those. Yeah, Our um, ticket events are great. It's great. So that it's also my number four. It's Nick's number five. So we kind of joined in a little bit on yeah. that. Um, very excited that Nick got to do the Halloween party and I got to learn more about it. So he... If you know somebody who's gone or contact us and you want to know more about it, how it works, what do you need to do? Um, ask a friend, somebody who's gone, look it up online. Or, you know, you could ask Nick or I if you know it's something yeah. that we've done. It's also so, something your agent can book, too. Really? Yeah. So, like, that's something that you could ask and have, like, your travel agent or your, you know, whoever's planning. If you're not the one planning your trip, you can definitely have your travel agent added on. See, that's great. And that's then, a tough one. I Okay. That's a smart move. Yeah. Because then they can travel agents. That's you guys are yeah. awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, my number four is something that I have done that I don't think we will overlap on at all. Because I don't think you would even think about it. But maybe my number four is something I've mentioned before as being great splurge, and I will one hundred percent do it again if oh. I'm staying at Beach Club. And that yep. is, yeah, the cabanas at the Beach Club yeah. are so worth the yep. extra money. It is not cheap. And I would pay it again. I mean, it was the best pool day you can possibly imagine. You have your private waiter. You have um, a, a fridge stocked with soft drinks and waters. You have a, a fruit plate that is in there. Uh, I think if you do the full day, you get a fruit plate, and then you get like a, like a small little hors d'oeuvre type thing. Um, and then... Uh, like like a cheese and cracker, like a charcuterie type thing. Um, and then you also have a TV. You have a, speak, <laughs> it's a, a Bluetooth cool. speaker. You have fans inside of there. You've got, you know, some lo- lounge chairs outside the cabana, lounge chairs inside the cabana. It was awesome. And you're right in the beachy part of the beach club pool. Now, that said, the beach club pool, Star Along Bay, is going to be closing for a lo- lengthy refurbishment um coming up in 2025 or 20, so yeah 2025 i i remember and i'm gonna have you jump in here because this obviously it's not on my list because it's not something i've done but i remember seeing yep i found it here so i was looking i was doing a little research earlier on some different extras and i saw that you can also do something similar at typhoon lagoon so you can actually um get a let's see it's the beachcomber shack uh, yeah, they're all different levels of beachcomber shacks, so that's something that you can actually rent at Typhoon Lagoon. Did you know that was an option? I did, and I also know that that's it's cool. not. I mean, the cabanas are options at a couple other pools on property. Sure. but Do you know are, off the top of your head? Um, you can rent in the quiet pool 
at the Poly, one of their, I guess they call them a cabana. Uh-huh. And then I believe at the Grand Floridian, they also have something. That would be my guess, yeah. Um, but I will tell you this, they are not even remotely the same. I think they also have something over at um, over at Contemporary. Yeah. But, th- but it's not remotely the same. It's not like the Stormalong Bay one. And the charge, the charge is completely different too. Like it's not nearly as much. These are kind of open. It looks like a, it just looks like you have a roof. It's a pavilion. The walls are open. Whereas your cabana you're talking about looks completely different. It's, it's more. You can close it completely off if you wanted to. I'm looking at it right here. It looks like you get like a red lounge chair. Well, the color doesn't matter, but, and then it looks like there's cloth where you can kind of close it off and it looks really, really nice. Yeah. It's, it's, I loved it. It was 100% worth it. Um, they are hard to get. Definitely another thing you might want to talk to your travel agent. We booked ours right at the 60-day and got the last one. Wow, that's great. So, yeah. So that's uh, that's my shout-out for the Cabanas. Yeah, Cabana cool. Day. So, all right. What do you have for your number three? So my number three is it's similar to another one on my list, but I want to make sure that they're separate for a reason. So number three for me is individual lightning lane. So for me, a lot of people don't think this is worth the extra money, but this is something you and I have done when we were at the parks together. So we sort of made a plan for the day we went to Hollywood Studios. And part of that plan was let's do Genie Plus, which is an entirely separate thing. This is not what I'm talking about right now. Individual Lightning Lane is where you can essentially book a ride and you lock in that, yep, I am going to get this ride for the day. So Mm -hmm. what we did was we booked Star Wars Rise of the Resistance ride. So we booked it. We know we had it no matter what because there's a lot of, I don't want to say, well, we could say instability. Instability with the operation of the ride. Mm -hmm. The line itself can get incredibly long. So it was, and the third one is that that park gets incredibly hot. So maybe you don't want to stay there all day. So having that extra charge in your pocket and just know that that extra amount of money is going to be comfort for you to know that you got it, you've purchased it. And I mean, you can't really control exactly what time, but anyway, you have it. And for me personally, someone may um, argue that, no, I don't think that's worth the money. For me, it was, for me, it was a peace of mind knowing I got to do that specific ride and I, I enjoy it. You know, I don't, it's not my number one in all of the parks, but I think it's a really great ride. And by paying that little bit extra money guaranteed that I got to do that. And that's the individual lightning lane. And that's my number three. I think that that is worth it in very specific circumstances. If your trip is going to be lessened or possibly ruined by not getting to ride rise. Um, or if you're only going one day then that purchase is definitely worth it. If you're looking at the individual lightning lanes at the other parks for the other rides, I don't know that it's worth it for any of the other ones that have virtual queue. You just have to get up and do the virtual queue. Um, And then I think, honestly, like if you rope drop uh, Flight of Passage and if you rope drop um, Seven Dwarves, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So to me... Not necessarily worth it, and that's why it, uh, on any of the other rides, and that's why it doesn't make my list because it's really only worth it for one ride. But my number three is something that I do believe is actually also on your list, 
and it piggybacks off of this, and that is Genie Plus is my number three. And that's my number two, so we can discuss yeah. that together. So Genie Plus I yeah. do think is worth – I know a lot of people don't think it's worth it. I disagree wholeheartedly. Yeah. Um, Because the way that we like to do the parks, I, I don't really – I don't mind taking a break in the middle of the day, but I prefer to just go, get as much done as I can get done, mm-hmm. then go – and because I know that one, once I sit down and my feet start barking at me and saying, "Oh man, you you walked a lot already," I don't want to go back out there. Maybe yeah. maybe later in the night I would. Right. But like the Genie Plus um, app or the Genie Plus in general service, I guess I should say, to me really makes the day more enjoyable. It makes it less stressful. Yep. Um, it's it can be fun. We you know we ear scouts Rob with his Genie slots. I, I mean I I don't. It definitely is something that that is worth it to me. Yes, uh, I'll piggyback on that a little bit too with with Ear Scouts Rob and what he does. If you're not, if you're a newbie with Disney and you're listening to our podcast and you kind of know what Genie Plus is, so you know that it's part of the My Disney Experience app, and you know that there's a way where you can book rides, or if you went a long time ago. And when and a long time ago, it was a different service, right? It was something completely different. Yeah, right? If you're listening to this two years from now, you're probably like, what the hell is Genie yeah. Plus? So, yeah, you can probably hit the fast-forward button on this. But I'm going to plug our friends here and say, go check out Ear Scouts because there's really nothing we can say that is going to come close to all of the fantastic content, videos that Ear Scouts has done explaining how it works. And, and the nice thing, too that ear scouts will do is if there's an update or a change right away, they'll make another video yeah. show you how it yeah. works. Rob, Rob and Eric are great. They do a great job. They're and very good friends and they of the show. And, and, um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Nothing we can say is going to be as good as theirs. So yeah. please don't listen to us. Just go like hit pause. If you really want to know right now, hit pause, go open YouTube and watch, watch a few yeah. of Rob's. Six hours later, you'll come back and go, those guys are so much fun. <laughs> they, they are, man. <laughs> oh, man. So shout out to them and please go, go check out any of their videos for Genie Plus. But uh, the only other thing I'll add in for mine and is that when we went out west to Disneyland, we were there for such a short period of time. Or let's use that for Walt Disney World. Let's say you're only there for a day or you're only there for two days. Well, if you have a four-day ticket, right, yeah. and you're going to do one day per park. Use it, and you, get, yeah. you can do as much as possible. Or let's say you have a younger child. Um, I mean, if you have a child with a disability, that's different. That's a whole other um, service that you can do. But if you just have a child who has a tough time waiting in lines or it's too hot and you have a kid that doesn't like the heat, you could purchase Genie Plus and it would just make that a little bit easier for that that child. And, you know, Disney can get really hot and there's ways that you can make it work. And yes, it is a little bit of an extra upcharge, but I guess you have to look at it as, is it, that's the theme of the show, is it worth that extra money to have that much more happiness for that kid who doesn't want to just sweat it out in the heat. Yeah, I think it's. I think G Plus is worth it. Yeah, that's me. So yeah, that's your number three. My number two. Correct. So your number two is. Uh, I think I know. Tours. Yes, I knew you were yeah, gonna say that. Tours. So any kind yeah. of tour that I've been on thus far has been worth it. Um. So behind the seeds, the um, up close with the rhinos. I know there's caring for the giants. Next summer, we're planning on doing the Starlight 
uh, Savannah tour because we're going to be staying over at uh, Animal Kingdom. Nice. So I want to do that one. Um, I feel that they actually are worth it for a number of reasons, not the least of which is they aren't as expensive as you'd think. Like 35 to 45 bucks for those Animal Kingdom ones, for the ones I'm talking about, like caring for the giants and the um, up close with the rhinos, that's not a lot for what you're getting, especially when you consider um, a five-minute experience on Flight of Passage costs you 20 bucks. <laughs> you know? It's true. So when you think about it like that, I think it makes it more worthwhile. Um, personally, the tours I've done, I would do again, but I want to experience them all, so I probably won't loop back around to experience them again until mm-hmm. after I've done some other stuff. Right. Um, the culmination of all of it is the Keys to the Kingdom tour that I want to do. Um, that is just like... That for me, that's what I really want to do. Well, I think that can be a, a goal, you know. It, and it's th- something even you that one, too. Or... Even that one's not terribly expensive. So, or I mean, it... share the show with with friends, and the more we grow, maybe we'll get the opportunity to do it, friends. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> I think we just ruined the the selfish down to earth part. Yeah, right. Yeah. I think I ruined it. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, tours for me are something that I believe really are worth it. Are they expensive? Sure, uh, they could be if you're talking about Keys to the Kingdom, but you don't have to do the Keys to the Kingdom, which is, I mean, to me, Keys to the Kingdom for five hours at 115 bucks, that's not that's not that bad. But no, no, but you also have to have your bad. you also have to have your um, park tickets that day, so it double pretty much doubles your park day cost. So yeah, um, for me, number number uh, two is tours, but I know for a fact, pretty much at this point, that we're gonna line up on number one. Yes. I mean, I we just, talk about this all the time and I've made it my number 1 so many times. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. You can you can tell us number all one, our collective number 1 is. Number 1 for both of us and side note, we don't talk about this in no, advance. But, but so we're no... completely taking a chance right now. Yeah. And betting on the fact that both of us are about to say paying the extra for the bathroom pass. <laughs> Just kidding. The That's not a real pass. thing. Just the kidding. Pass. Just kidding. It's memory maker photo pass. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I, uh, that was a joke. Yeah. That other thing doesn't exist. Don't go. Now, they were talking about this bathroom. No, that's. I'm just. I'm being an idiot yeah. here. Uh, Club memory. 33. Yeah. Club 33 is worth it. No, no Club just... 34. It's the oh. bathroom next door that you can book for a you know private. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, memory maker and photo pass um, is just. It, it's an absolute must. There is not a Disney trip without this because we have a kind of a, I don't know what you call it, wall of fame or wall of memories in our house. Every single time we go, we take that uh, that photo and we put it in and we have, I think as a family now, we have eight or nine times that we've gone as a family. I mean, I've I've been way more when I was younger, but I uh, I guess it's good that I'm losing track. Yeah. Right? Well, here's That's what I think. Here's what I'll say. I think it's funny. That on our budget show last week, yeah. we talked about um, one of the ways to save money is to skip the extras. <laughs> and we did a whole episode about extras. We, and this one in particular, yeah. I will never skip. No. Okay, so I'm I not, need you to too. understand this. Yeah. This will never get skipped by me, no, ever. Me too. Except in Disneyland. <laughs> I've learned from <laughs> you to skip it in Disneyland. But Yeah, well, no, because it, it came with uh, Genie Plus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was free. So, oh, yeah. Because never mind. never mind. The reason it's free is there's only a handful of places and a handful of rides that even do photo pass. 
Right. So I take that back. However, I will tell you that I will never skip it at Walt Disney World. Me neither. The the PhotoPass photographers, first of all, are some of the greatest cast members. Yes. They are. They they know everything that's going on in the parks. Mm-hmm. And they just are so kind, and they want to make your your trip more memorable. So I I can't speak highly enough for Memory Maker. It's a, it's a great add-on. And honestly, it's not that expensive if you're going for a longer trip because I'm telling you right now, you're going to get a lot of photos. Like, when I say a lot of photos, if you take the time to actually go to <laughs> f- visit those photo pass people, it's going to yeah. be like, like I've had like, something like 2,000 photos one trip. So I, I, on our trip, I think it was like 2,000 some odd photos yes. that we ended up with. Yeah, and when I say to you, "Hey, could you um, throw those fo- those photos in a folder?" and you're like, "Deep breath, <sighs> sure." <laughs> well, um, it, which you did, but I did. And- it, the, the issue was more that it was five seconds after we got our pictures taken. I know we we love having them right away. <laughs> so we've learned if we do a vacation together again, that that's going to be on my account. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, because I'm not as anxious to pull. I, I to want them, pull them immediately. Off. Yeah. So there's some different types. Um, I wanted to mention this too, since it was my number one, when it comes to photo pass, you can get a photographer to take your photo in front of a landmark. This also includes the photos on the ride. So like pirates of the Caribbean, uh, they, as you're going down the hill, they will take your picture or Frozen or any of the other different types of rides. They will take your photo with the characters. And then there's something called Magic Shots, which I mentioned at the start of the show. And that's the thing where you have uh, – honestly, I would ask the cast member because they don't always do it. So if you um, if you get your PhotoPass photographer cast member, say, hey, do you have any Magic Shots? They can – I don't know how they do it, but they can dog ear somehow – uh, that that picture they can add in a graphic or a yeah they um, scan something Disney on character. there like they they punch something into their little thing that I don't know whatever that thing is the remote control I don't know what it is a couple others that they do is there's like a super zoom that they do in oh, front of cool, yeah. in Cinderella's castle so it starts by it's either you know they pull way out and you see the castle and it zooms in on you or vice versa it does both it, it does it's both a, it's like a boomerang it okay. does both it goes in and out. Yep. Uh, another fun one that they've added recently too is a 360 camera, which we did last on our trip. We did it right by Spaceship Earth, and you hold on to this icon, little sign that says uh, Epcot, and they take a photo. But it's a 360 camera, which kind of makes it like everyone is standing on this little mini planet. It's really interesting. Yeah. And can you think of any others? I I tried to just. Blast so, through the, so the they, big ones there. I don't know where they do the super zoom in Hollywood Studios or if they do. Mm-hmm. In Animal Kingdom, there is there we've had one done there in the old Rivers of Life like um, amphitheater. Yep. Um, there was one there for a little while, and then also they have one at Spaceship Earth. Cool. So those are those are the three that I know of. I don't know of one in Hollywood Studios, but any yeah, other I types mean, of shots? There's on ride mm-hmm. character. Um, in front of the landmarks, super zoom, and Sometimes 360. At, Those at are the ones some, I can think of. At some dining locations, you will have, if it's a character meal, um, you might have a photo pass. So, like, at Storybook Dining, for instance, the Evil Queen has a photo pass person with them. Mm-hmm. Not the not when they're walking around the uh, to the tables, but for the for the person that's, that's greeting you at the end. So, like, I think Pluto greets you at the end of Ohana Breakfast. Cool. Um, or... Tigger greets you at the end of the uh, 
the buffet over at uh, Grand Floridian for that breakfast. So, you know, it, it varies. Sometimes they are, and, and they are actually at the hotels too. Last year, um, my kids got really cool pictures taken at the oh, poly. At the, at the beach. Yeah, on the beach. Yeah, at those the poly. were great photos. They of were your like kids. nice family photos. Like, yeah. like some of them were like, not Disney-ish at all. And then others, they were holding like the 50th medallion. <laughs> but yeah, it was, so there's, there's, I forgot they're all, they're all cool. over the place. See, that, that's what I was hoping. I knew you'd, you'd yeah. know one or two that I, I had forgotten yeah. and didn't have on my list. Yeah. So do you have any uh, honorable mentions? I had a couple and it's things I haven't done. So tours are on my list because it's, yep. everything you've explained has really sold me on that being something really fun that I wanted to do. Um, another one, and I'm, I don't know whether – I didn't want to put on the list because I don't know how much it costs or – it's just a different extra, and that's at Fort Wilderness. They do horseback riding, archery, and fishing. I don't know what the cost is, so I don't think that's really fair for me to put on my list. But it was something that I thought, yeah, that might be kind of fun, might be kind of cool to do. And then um, mini golf uh, I thought would be fun to do at some point. We always get this voucher that says go to winter summerland and you can go and do mm-hmm. mini golf but we've never actually yeah. done it um and i know they have regular golf but and you're a golfer i am not a golfer um you like to drive the carts <laughs> you know, i get in trouble doing that sometimes um yeah so my <laughs> nick saying a little yeah. inside joke i may yeah. have gotten a little, little trouble one yeah. time driving let's just golf say car. that golf carts do go on to two wheels um <laughs> So, and they'll Shh, do donuts. Don't, don't tell. Yeah. Shh, shh, shh. Um, you're, get, you're getting me in trouble now. The the, <laughs> the dessert party is one that I put on here. So we did the dessert party our first year. Oh, um, the fireworks. Yeah. Thing. that Forgot about that. If you're a dessert person, especially, it's worth it. And if you, and if you don't like people, <laughs> first of all, Disney's the wrong place for you, but like... If you don't like being crowded in during the during the fireworks and you don't want to, have to wait for well, hours for the best spot, you, if you do a dessert party, you get prime access to some good spots. And then the other thing I put on here that is worth the money is only worth the money dependent upon where you're staying, in my opinion, and that is a park hopper. So adding yeah. park hopper is I'll, fine. I forget you're, that park hopper is good if you're staying somewhere like the Poly or the or the um, the Contemporary or Grand Floridian or uh, boardwalk or beach club, not as good a purchase if you're staying somewhere that doesn't have quick access to a park. So for us, we would get back from our parks this year. Oh, let's walk over to Magic Kingdom or get back when we're at beach club. Oh, let's walk into Epcot and get dinner in Epcot. A Skyliner Hotel, too. Yeah. So you could do Caribbean Beach or Art of Animation. You get on the Skyliner, and that's an easy access to Epcot and Hollywood Studios, too. Yeah. Yeah. So Park Hopper is something that I would put as an honorable mention, dependent upon where where you are staying. That's a really good one. So, yeah. There's there's our list of uh, top five uh, add-ons that are are worth the money. And I think that there are lots of them. And then if you have more or if you have something that you always add on you think that is – that we missed, please reach out at Dizless Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Um, you know, maybe comment on the uh, go over to Patreon and drop us a message there if you're if you're a patron. And if you're not a patron, you can go over there and check us out and actually leave us messages anyway. You can follow us without being a patron. You can actually follow people on Patreon just like any other social media. And that's www.patreon.com slash Dizless Pod. But, um, you know, it, today was fun. It was good. Yep. And I think that hopefully some people will have learned something new 
about things they can add on to their trip. Definitely. Um, but it's a great, big, beautiful tomorrow, and tomorrow's just a list away. Tune in next time, and we'll see you real soon. <laughs>